welcome to another episode of Tuesday Tea with me, your host, Sweet D. And today, oh my goodness, so excited. I have the most lovely woman with me on the podcast today. Taryn Pinson is here. Hi, Taryn. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for just giving us this time because your time is so incredibly <laughs> valuable. Taryn is a prenatal and postpartum massage therapist right here where I live in Lyons, Colorado. She's a mom of three and she's often visited massage therapists during her own pregnancies, but she knows that after giving birth, she didn't allow herself to have the time to continue with her self-care and massage. And after graduating therapy school in 2014, <laughs> she set off on a journey to educate herself on all things pregnancy and postpartum related. She wanted to offer a space for women to feel safe and start to educate them on why we need care during pregnancy and beyond. Taryn has spent years developing these skills and many hours of continuing education to make sure she's continually evolving to offer a more balanced environment to relax and recover before and after childbirth. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and on a personal note, I see Taryn for massage. I'm so, so grateful. I'm originally from the Bay Area and I moved out to Lyons, Colorado a little over a year ago. And one of the very first things that I did was like, where's my massage therapist? Cause I knew <laughs> I'm three years postpartum, but I, I knew that I needed some care between the move and COVID and everything else. So I did a ton of research on like, who's who in town and Taryn's name just kept popping up. I'm like, okay, obviously need to schedule a session with this lady. <laughs> and from the moment, I mean, the moment I walked into that space, I was like, this is perfect. And so now I'm fortunate enough that I get to see you at least twice a month, sometimes more, but she is the best. I mean, not only are you incredibly calming and you know your stuff, obviously, because my body, I walk out of there and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go take a bath now, <laughs> night, night, <laughs> so sweet. ultimate relaxation. But you just have this very sweet way about you. Not only are you there to like show up and do the job, obviously to do your right. work, but you're very genuine about it. It's very obvious the way that it comes off just being on the table. Like you, you genuinely care. And I mean, you're a mom of three girl. You got a lot going on. <laughs> so sweet. It's amazing. Like you just I don't, know where you find the energy. <laughs> I don't know where you find the energy. Thank you. It's amazing. I don't know where you find the energy, but somehow you do it and you do it so well. So for the listeners, can you give us a little bit of backstory? How did you get into massage? Have you always been interested in health? How did that come about? Um, I've had my practice in Lions for, gosh, almost eight years. Wow. wow. I spent 15 years in the dental field. You know, I was working with children and putting braces on and off and kids would leave crying. And I was always interested in healthcare. I mean, I taught fitness classes for 10 years. It sort of evolved from that. You know, you'd be like the friend that was giving a massage and someone's like, oh, wow, you're really good at that. And then you're, you know, your brain just starts <laughs> like going from there. So I always loved massage. Yeah. I liked getting it. Yeah. And it just, you know, was this like way for me to kind of hone in on those skills in a different way. Hmm. When you started your massage school, did you know, like, I'm going to have my own practice or did you want to go work with another team? I kind of knew the whole time I was like, nope, I'm going to go out on my own. I'm not going to work for somebody else. I you know, I don't care how long I have to struggle, mm. you know, because I knew that it wasn't going to be like right out of the gate, um, you know, amazing success. But I just knew that I, if I just stayed with it and kept learning and evolving that I would eventually find this niche and 
I did. And you certainly did. Well, <laughs> let me ask you this. Okay. Small town. Lions is a small town. It feels like everybody knows somebody who knows somebody kind of thing. Right. So when mm-hmm. you first started building your practice, how did you go about doing that? Was it word of mouth? Did you run some local paper advertisements? How did that look? Kind of all of those things. I was fortunate enough to have a good friend who's a massage therapist and she sort of brought me into her space, the space that I'm in now, actually. And it just evolved, you know, she would send her clients to me in word of mouth, you know, in that early phase, just trying to get anyone on the table, you know, it wasn't until a year or two down the road where I'm like, wow, I, you know, I really have this niche for uh, pregnancy and and going through my own pregnancy as a massage therapist. I was like, ah, this is, this is what I want to do. So it just sort of evolved. And I was, I mean, it was word of mouth and it was all of those things. I did, you know, the half off specials and, you know, just trying to get anybody in. And, you know, over the course of all these years, it's sort of evolved into what it's become now. Hmm. Well, for the women that are listening to this, like 95% of the people, (laughs) this podcast are women. So, hey, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) So for, for the ladies that are listening that obviously, you know, they don't live in Lyons, Colorado and can't necessarily come see you personally. What would be some advice for a woman who maybe is planning on starting a family or just found out they're pregnant? Is massage just for, is this type of massage just for ladies who are further along in their pregnancy or postpartum? Can you give more context to the ways in which we can start taking care of ourselves from the get-go, essentially, when it comes to the massage side of things? Um, Yeah. I mean, unless, you know, if you're a person that just sort of enjoys massage anyways, you're sort of in that world. It's for anybody, you can start going and getting massage the moment you conceive preconception, you can start doing abdominal work, you we can work with breath work, we can work with pelvic floor stuff. There are so many places to start mm-hmm. before you ever even like you're just thinking about becoming a mom and becoming pregnant. And so there's a lot of different techniques that we can start with to get your body ready for that. There's fertility massage, there's you know, pelvic bowl clearing, if you've been a mom before, and you have past traumas, there's like all these things that we can do to prep your body before you even become pregnant. So that's probably the best place to start just sort of becoming familiar with your body and what it needs and getting everybody ready for baby making. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I first got pregnant, my lower back, like something happened, my lower back was like, uh, uh, like you need to, you need to go see somebody like this is not mm-hmm. okay. But I spent like my whole first trimester just in pain and kind of sucking it up. Cause I didn't think it was safe to get massage in the early stages. What's your advice on that in regard to like the, the first early stages, is it okay to just go and get a massage from anyone? Is it very specific? Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I, that's sorry. I'm like on a mission to set out, to solve that rumor and misconception. It's safe. I mean, we are not ill when we're pregnant. We are, you know, I mean, we could be ill, but it's not something that we have to like be super careful. If you've had a history of miscarriage, some women want to wait until they've, you know, entered that first trimester period, but it's always safe to get a massage. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to be in pain. And it is the most important thing that you can do is seek out a highly trained prenatal massage therapist. You don't want to just go see anybody. You don't want to walk into, you know, one of your chain establishments and get a massage from anyone because yes, there are pressure points. There are spots that you want to avoid, especially in the first trimester, especially with women who have had a history of loss. So like, that's kind of like my mission in life is like, yes, come get a massage. The second you get pregnant, before you get pregnant during your first trimester, don't suffer. If you're sick, 
you're not feeling well, you have morning sickness, like those types of things, you know, there's always a way around it. So you can get care for yourself. Yeah. And then after baby arrives, and I can only speak to my own experience, but after baby arrives, that transition, especially for like first time mom, right? Baby arrives and it's like, what? <laughs> first of all, what just happened to my body? Now there's this <laughs> being that I have to keep alive, <laughs> right? And it's right. Uh, and I feel like so many moms go through that really intense transition and we just forget about ourselves flat out. It's just like all energy, yep. everything is about this little being, loving on it, caring for it, feeding it. And we forget <sighs> to do that for ourselves. And so- yep. In my experience, I found that my postpartum massage care was everything. That hour and a half that I got to myself every week to just like cry or whatever I needed to do on the table was everything. I have mamas that will come, you know, the day after, three days after they bring their little baby, they're nursing on the table. They have their partner spouse with them in the room. It's really like a magical time and, and there is no time limit. I mean, if you're, I guess if you had a cesarean birth and you were healing that way, then we would have to be a little bit more mindful. But even then I've seen moms, you know, face up and we just do some neck and shoulder and some relaxation. And yeah, there's, there's really no like set time. Like you must wait six weeks and have clearance from your doctor. No, come, let's put things back together and get you more comfortable so you can sleep and you can nurse and you can do all the things. I'm really glad we're having this conversation because I don't know where I got the information from. I really don't, but everything, and maybe it was my own internal thought, but it was like, no, must wait, must wait for all these things. Like even right after I had Emma, I still waited a good, like four or five weeks, you know, after giving birth. And I felt that was like quick, but now that I have you in my world, (laughs) we have another baby. I'm going to be scheduling that business out. (laughs) Yeah. I've sort of gotten in the habit of like, okay, you know, your, your due date's coming up. Like, let's get you set up for postpartum massage. We can always reschedule. And this is what it looks like. This is what you'll experience. And we'll kind of put the pelvis back in, you know, in place. And so you just, I think it's just that like education from your therapist. It's like, okay, this is safe. It's fine. Let's do this. And because we don't know, I didn't know. Yeah. It's amazing how much we don't know until we Mm -hmm. go through this process. Then we start to learn something that you shared with me that was really profound. It was like one of the first sessions I had with you and you said, Oh, do you have any children? Yeah, I have one. And at the time I think she was two and a half, maybe, or two, I guess two, she was two. And you're like, wow. So you're only two years postpartum. I was like, only I'm still postpartum because in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking like, isn't just quote unquote postpartum, like the year after it's like, no, <laughs> like it's you, you give birth, you have babe. And then depending on how many years it goes along, it's like, yeah, things go back in place. Maybe, maybe not, but mm-hmm. you saying like, you're only two years. I felt like I had to be so much further along with my body and how I felt. And I really was beating myself up about that. Like, why am I not losing the weight or for, what's this belly and what's all this and what, and you were so, so kind Taryn to be like, listen, Aww. you're good. <laughs> just You're right where you need to be. And so for all you ladies listening, I just, I pray that you all have somebody like Taryn in your world to really just go, hold on mama. Like everything's okay. You are where you need to be. Let's help you move things back because giving birth is no joke. Regardless of how baby comes into the world, being pregnant is no joke. All of it. And you've had three. (laughs) I've had three. And you know what? The postpartum window, I mean, technically the postpartum window is four years. 
So we get like four full years of like, you just had a baby. Wow. <laughs> you do the best you can do. You're postpartum. Yeah. I mean, that that's the term, but that's like the window of time. Is four years. So didn't know four years. Four years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Crazy, right? Well, with having a successful practice for people listening, and if they're interested in obviously starting their own practice, when you started designing your brand and looking around and figuring out how you were going to do that, what would a strategy be your best advice to putting yourself out there as a massage therapist? That's funny that you asked me that because I'm like the healer and the the whole other part of it. So that doesn't come naturally for me. When I was putting myself out there, it was like massage. And this is like a logo that I really liked. And this is a name I randomly chose in school. And I wanted it to align with like yoga and healing. And like, I didn't know any of those things. And like going, you know, forward, I'm like, do I reband? Do I do all this stuff? It's been an, a, like an evolution for me. I don't, I don't know all the tips and tricks because I don't know what came first for me. It's like, I just put myself out there and then it took me six or seven years to evolve into what my branding, you know, was going to be for me. And well, how would someone go about choosing their rate? Something that comes up a lot in my business is clients will come to me or potential clients and they'll say, I don't know what to charge. What is my service worth? And I feel like it's challenging to do that when it's a physical service. It's challenging to try to find like, well, how much should that be? So when you first started your practice, did you start at one rate and are you at another now? Yes. And I always feel like that's something I've spoken to so many massage therapists or people in this like healing, you know, world of like, how do I set my rates? And this is the going rate around town. And this is, and so, yeah, I think it sort of starts like that, like, oh, you know, a dollar a minute used to be this thing years ago. And I think you just have to set what works for you mm-hmm. and then, you know, go from there. I don't know how everyone else does. It, and I know it feels different in the beginning. Like you don't know what your worth is. Mm-hmm. And then you figure that out and you're like, okay, if this is what I need to charge. And I think the business side doesn't come as easy for all of us. You want to give, you want to heal, you want to help everyone. And like in the meantime, you're like sacrificing. So something that I noticed you did recently is where you put out this great email that basically said, Hey, I'm no longer accepting tips. Like, thank you so much for everyone's generosity over the last however many years. However, I'm just going to go ahead and raise my rate just slightly. And we're just going to say, no, thanks for the tips. And this is just the new rate. And here we are. What led you to making that decision? For me, it felt awkward at the end of the session, which sort of disrupted this whole flow that I had. And for me, I just, I wanted to align myself with the medical community. I'm not offering a spa like service. I feel like it can be considered that, right? You're you're going and you're relaxing. Maybe you can have that session flow like that. But for me, that's not what I was after. I wanted to align myself. So gratuity and tipping and having someone pay me based on my service. And it just didn't feel right to me. And it took me a lot of years and just like overthinking a million things to be like, no, this is, I just, this is what I want to charge. And I want everyone to know what they're coming into and not feel a weird pressure afterwards. I just, all of that didn't feel right to me. Hmm. And so I just, finally (laughs) took it away and hopefully it feels good for my clients too. Yeah. I mean, I was always happy to tip. You're amazing. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I, I can only imagine that feeling as the service, like with my service, what I offer, there's no tipping. It's just straight. This is what it is. Mm -hmm. But I love that you said you wanted to align yourself with the medical the medical industry is that what you said with the medical well just the the you know like the birthing community the medical yeah. community yep you know pelvic pts and you know different 
folks that they they aren't accepting tips. It's not yeah. a tip based service industry. So I just it's like if I want to be in that category, I need to you know walk the walk and talk the talk, and that's kind of how that came about. When I saw that email, I was like, yes, it's like the next <laughs> level, the next step in your business because. There's so many people that don't even notice those things. So many. And you did. And you followed your entrepreneurial intuition. Like, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to go ahead and make this decision that's best for me. It's best for the business, best for my clients. And this is it. And overall, like it it just, it feels better for everyone. And that's at the end of the day, that's what you do. <laughs> you know, right. it all comes down to just cohesiveness and how everybody's feeling about it all. So yay. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yay. I like, I mean, that means a lot to me because I know that you are, you know, you know, everything about business. So when you were like, yes, Taryn, this is great. Do this. I was like, oh, she said I'm doing the right thing. I I just felt validated. So thank you. (laughs) You're so funny. You know, you don't need the validation. And I wish I knew everything about business, but businesses are constantly evolving. New information comes out. And I'm grateful that I know enough that I can continue my business, (laughs) you know, but we're always learning. And I think that's what makes it, that's what makes being a business owner challenging and fun. And we get to make those decisions at the end of the day one of the best parts, in my opinion, about being an entrepreneur is we get to make those decisions and no one else can tell us what to do or how to do it. And we're just going to do it and see how it flows. Right. So let me ask you this. What would you say has been one of the greatest lessons slash biggest failures that you've had so far with your business? Or maybe you haven't had it. (laughs) I mean, no, I guess I just, my biggest failure, I think was undervaluing myself and not knowing my worth going into it, not, you know, not setting boundaries right off the bat, trying to please everyone. And I don't know if those are failures or just opportunities to improve and and learn, but um, you know, it was definitely a struggle in the beginning to try to, to make myself and my service match what somebody wanted, you know, like, what do you need? What do you want? What kind of massage do you want? And of course I wanted to know those things, but I need to also honor, like, this is what I provide. This is the service I bring. This is how I do it. And I can't cater that to everyone's individual, you know, wants and needs. It's like you seek me out because that's what you are looking for. And you, you know, so maybe that's, I don't know if that's a failure, but it's definitely a a learning experience. A learning curve for sure. Yeah. Another just incredible, valuable point that you're bringing up. I think this applies to any service based business where you don't want to take every single client just because the money is coming through. It's like, if you have a really lame client and like, I don't want them to book, I'm not interested in working with this person. And I know my value. I know my worth. We're going to move on and find the people that want your exact service. You shouldn't have to cater. You shouldn't have to, if it's not a equal energy exchange match. Right. So how far along in your business did you finally come to that realization of like, okay, no. You know, it took me several years. I would say probably, you know, I tried to do the double office. I tried to do the back and forth and juggling. And I think it wasn't probably until, you know, five or six years into it. I was like, this is, this is what I want. This is how I need to have it. This is how I need to structure it. Like it took me a long time to realize that. And it just sort of clicked one day and and like everything has been magically evolving and you know, I don't know how woo-woo you you are and all that stuff, but you know, you you like make these manifestations and this like thing that you want for your life and your practice. And all of a sudden, as soon as I made that shift in my mind, I just started attracting all of these like 
amazing women into my life. Like you came in, it's just like different women that are in like the pelvic floor you know, industry and in business. And just, I like all these doors just started opening the moment I realized that for myself. And it has been just like amazingly upward, you know, from there on out. As women, I think we are a lot more powerful than we give ourselves credit. Mm-hmm. So we can get woo woo with it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, well, how woo woo? You know, do you want me to talk about my manifestations? And- of course, we want to hear all about that. Yes, I, I believe in the power. I've read the secret. I believe in the power of the manifestation, big time. I feel like if we have open hearts, open minds, level headedness, have a clear understanding of our boundaries and what we want and what we don't want, right? If we at least know what we do not want, right. then the opportunity for growth is massive. So yay, yes. way to call that in, girl. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, friend. <laughs> well, if, if ladies in the area, in this part of Colorado, are interested in connecting with you, how can they do that? And they can hop on my website, ownbodyworks.com. I have a Facebook page and Instagram linked there. That's really the best way. You can connect with me in a mom's group on Facebook and, you know, see all my information. Awesome. <laughs> Come into Lions and visit my office. It's a beautiful, beautiful space. Yes. If you've never been to Lions, Colorado, it's, it's a magical spot. There's a lot of really cool things going on here. Amazing. We didn't even look at the town. When we put an offering on this house, we didn't know if the town was Estes or in actual town. We're like, I don't know, but it feels right. Let's just You're like sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. That's how special this place is. So anyways, well, thank you so much for taking the time with all of us listening today. You are a massive, massive part of my own healing and growth. And I just appreciate you so, so much. So thank you for sharing your experience with the listeners and for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was, I mean, it's always good to talk to you, but it was really cool that you invited me to do this. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. And I will be sure to have all the links and ways you can connect with Taryn in the show notes. And that is it for this week, ladies. See you next time. Bye. Bye.